Hi, I'm Brenda Burns, and this is the Vienna Assembly of God Sermons Podcast. Thank you for listening. It's an honor to share this time with you. Learn more about the ministries of Vienna Assembly of God at ViennaAG.com. Please leave your comments and reviews on the platform where you're listening. And now for today's message. are looking at a series called Promises, Promises. What can we believe and who can we trust? And to carry us into this, where the Lord had me start is this teaching about covenant. So today, I'm going to ask you guys to hang with me. And for those of you that are doodlers, I'm going to give you this insight that there are some Uh, people in the Old Testament that you'll hear come up today. So there's, there's Noah, there's Abraham, there's Moses, there's David, there's Jeremiah. And if you want to create your own little icon for each one of these, you know, that might be a good way to help you like track along with us here as we are covering a wide span of time in the Old Testament, but it takes kind of visiting each of these people in the scripture in order to understand covenant. So that's what we're going to do, okay? So are you ready? Are you ready to, for us to dive into this? Well, last week we began looking at God's covenant relationship Uh, through how he made the covenant with all humanity when he promised Noah after the flood that the earth would never again be destroyed by a flood. Then we saw how he initiated the covenant with Abraham and the promise that through Abraham's descendants, all people on earth will be blessed. So as we look more today at this understanding, I I do want to say this, that this teaching is what the scripture calls meat. (laughs) It is deep. It It requires some deeper thought maybe, and maybe it requires some intentional focus. So to try not to just daydream, you know, during this moment, this is some meat of the word that we're going to look at today. It includes stories and narrative from the Bible, things that happened in ancient times, and it can feel both wondrous and irrelevant. Like, what, (laughs) that sounds cool, but what does it have to do with me? And that's the point, actually. It, that covenant has everything to do with us and our relationship with God. And we really need to grow in this. It's the reason why we can trust the promises of God. And we're going to benefit. We do benefit from the truth of covenant, whether we even know that it exists. Okay? But for us to fully grow and digest this meaty message, um, my prayer is that through that, your faith is going to be strengthened. Um, even as Rachel led us earlier in prayer in this understanding that so many people everywhere are facing such difficulties. Um, 
I don't think that's going to end. <laughs> we, we need to be able to have our, strength, our faith strengthened to keep carrying us through some really difficult times. So, we've got Noah. We've got Abraham. The next place in the next hallmark place in the Old Testament where the covenant is brought forward is at Sinai, following the Exodus. So we know what the Exodus means, right? That is when the nation of Israel had been in Egypt, they've grown, and now they've been enslaved because that Pharaoh did not remember Joseph and how God had used Joseph to save the whole nation. And hundreds of years had gone by, the nation of Israel has now grown. They are slaves in Egypt, and God delivers them through uh, Moses, uses Moses to deliver them. So let's look at the, the scripture in Exodus chapter 19. Now they have been delivered from Egypt. God has taken them across the Red Sea on dry ground. He has worked all kinds of miracles for them. And now we are at Exodus chapter 19, and we're going to read verses 1 through 6. Exactly two months after the Israelites left Egypt, they arrived in the wilderness of Sinai. After breaking camp at Rephidim, they came to the wilderness of Sinai and set up camp there at the base of Mount Sinai. Then Moses climbed the mountain to appear before God. The Lord called to him from the mountain and said, Give these instructions to the family of Jacob. Announce it to the descendants of Israel you have seen what I did to the Egyptians. You know how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you will obey me and keep my covenant, you will be my own special treasure from among all the peoples on earth. For all the earth belongs to me. And you will be my kingdom of priests, my holy nation, this is the message you must give to the people of Israel. Now, the story carries on through that chapter um, to tell how God's presence was manifest on the mountain. There was lightning and there was smoke. And, it and then it tells how God gave the Ten Commandments, how Moses' face shone with the glory of God. This was the moment that the nation of Israel would continue to look to throughout the Old Testament in their understanding that they were a called out people, that God had established this new nation and that they were his people. Although they did go through a constant struggle of falling away from God, worshiping idols, etc., this moment in their history remained as that crucial understanding of their covenant relationship with God. 
So just a couple of reminders as reviewed from last week as to the aspects of a covenant that part of the deal is both parties commit themselves to this agreement, that it is executed by a solemn oath that each party is making commitments of their future conduct in order to fulfill the covenant. God is promising himself here in this reality biblical covenants are always initiated by god himself and remember that talk about the way ancient treaties used to be it was always between unequal um, countries a strong one and a weak one god is always the strong one initiating and always through love his love and mercy are the essence of the covenants with human beings. For the people of Israel, they signified their covenant relationship as a people set aside through circumcision, which God instituted with Abraham. At Sinai, they committed to God to obey him and to live according to his commandments. Now, we know that things didn't always work out that way. Um, Even within a matter of days, they had made a golden calf and began worshiping an idol. And and for us, sometimes it can feel like just just shaking my head, you know, like what, where did that come from? But the reality is God remained faithful. His love continued to be with his people even through the many failures. The next hallmark covenant is in the Old Testament is the covenant with David, that a descendant of David would remain on the throne of Israel. So a lot happened between Moses and David, okay? And um, we're not going to preach all of that this morning, but a lot happened, you know, the the Moses carried them through the wilderness for 40 years. They finally come to the edge of the promised land, and it is time Moses is going to die. And that's where the book of Deuteronomy has the renewing of the covenant. And he reminds them of this covenant that God made at Sinai. And then um, Joshua is his Um, follows him as the leader and leads them into the promised land and there's all the conquering of the lands and then you go through the book of judges and a lot more shake in our head and what in the world is going on here and then we come up to the time of a king being established and um, Saul was the first king he failed to remain faithful to God and then David is the king And so there we are. There's a few hundred years that I just said in about three minutes there. Okay, so now we are up to David. And let's look at 2 Samuel chapter 7. I'm going to read 8 through 11 and then verse 16. This is the prophet Nathan speaking here. God speaking to Nathan. Now go and say to my servant David... This is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people, Israel. 
I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on earth. And I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past, starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. To verse 16, your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all time, and your throne will be secure forever. So this is a promise that God gave to David that expanded or modified the covenant. Note that it, this declaration includes this promise of land, which was always a part of the covenant from the time of Abraham to Sinai. It is still here in this covenant. This was a modification of the covenant tradition, adding this promise for David's royal lineage. This promise is understood by Christians to be a messianic covenant, that it adds this reality that a, an heir of David will forever be on the throne. So um, the, I'm reading from a Bible dictionary here to help explain this, but, but there were descendants of David for several centuries on the throne in Israel, and then when the nation divided in the smaller kingdom of Judah, but, the, but David's lineage continued up until the time of what is known as the exile. The exile is when the, the people of Israel had continued in their rebellion, had continued in their idol worship, had continued in their unfaithfulness to God and not fulfilling their end of the covenant, okay? And at, it was finally the judgment of God came to pass and they were captured by Babylon and taken into exile, so in the natural line of things, it could look like it was the end of that covenant. But what we understand is that the everlasting nature of this covenant with David was brought out through the expectation of a Messiah who would be born of David's descendants. And in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, they both make a point to point to Jesus being descended from David. And the New Testament extends the prophecies that concur with these realities, uh, that there's going to be a new covenant and that Jesus fulfilled all of the aspects, okay? So that brings us up to the time of the exile. <laughs> so we've come, and I forgot to say this earlier, but the word covenant isn't there, but even in Genesis, at the beginning, at God's putting Adam and Eve in the garden, that reality 
had the aspects of covenant going on with it. And then after the fall, the promise of a savior that the woman's seed will bruise the serpent's head. That has the aspect of covenant moving forward. So we've gone all the way from there to Noah, to Abraham, to Moses, to David, and that arc of the reality of God's covenant has carried us all the way through. And now we're up to this exile. And one of the prophets during the time of the exile was Jeremiah. And here's what Jeremiah said from the word of the Lord in chapter 31, starting at verse 31. The day is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. This covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and brought them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant, though I loved them as a husband loves his wife, says the Lord. But this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my instructions deep within them, and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. We understand that in the New Testament... Testament means covenant, that we have received the fulfillment of this prophecy. So just one of the places that talks about this in the New Testament. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6 through 9. The Apostle Paul says, He has enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the Spirit. The old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the Spirit gives life. The old way, with laws etched in stone, led to death. Even though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face, for his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. Shouldn't we expect far greater glory under the new way now that the Holy Spirit is giving life? If the old way, which brings condemnation, was glorious... How much more glorious is the new way which wakes us right with God? Okay, so I've given you a lot of meat and several places in the scripture that tell us about covenant and to understand this reality. We live in the new covenant promises of God. They are fulfilled in Jesus Christ this is the arc of the biblical narrative that God has made a way for us to be right with him, always initiated by love. God established the new covenant, and we can be assured that what God says will come to pass.
There's a lot of additional aspects to the reality of covenant. A, a part of it that I'm not diving into today, I think next week we'll, we'll let the book of Hebrews finish teaching us this, but, but the reality of the blood sacrifice that went along with the making of the covenant. But another aspect that I want us to consider today and to think about the promises of God, the, the reality of something that you may be seeking God for, a compelling aspect when we look at each of these hallmark points of the covenant in the Old Testament is that each time God initiates covenant, he has set about creating something new. There is always a creative aspect going on when God sets covenant. So the promise of never destroying the earth again by a flood and the, rain, the, the creation of the rainbow signifying the covenant. When he made his covenant with Abraham, that was creating a new family through a miracle birth. So a family that did not exist was created through this covenant relationship with God. That at Sinai, a new nation was created that did not exist. They, they were just a big, giant mob of people. <laughs> and, the, and God created a nation, instituting laws and government and everything they needed in order to be able to grow forward as a nation. He created that in that moment of covenant. He, he created a royal dynasty with the promise that a descendant of David would always rule. And so every time, he, there's, there's creative power going forward. The most profound reality of the new covenant is that this reality, that the new creation is for everyone who is in Christ. So 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person, a new creation. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. This is what happens when we enter into covenant with God is something completely new that wasn't there before. A new creation is there. And this is the reason why we can hope in the promises of God. Because he is the creator. He is the one with the power to make all things new. He is the one that can fulfill any promise, no matter how dire the situation may seem, because he is our creator God. And he has been proven to be faithful through the ages. He came in the form of a human to give himself as the perfect sacrifice to bring this new covenant into being and to bring the reality of this new life to each of us. So the, 
the scripture says, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. <laughs> the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is writing the new covenant on your own heart. It is no longer just on tablets of stone or written with ink. It is written in our heart. And that is what gives us the power and the strength to move forward and live as new creations. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so the meat of today is important because we can just go around um, tossing this word covenant and not even understand exactly what it means. I want you to understand that this is something from all of human history, from all of God's interaction with us is this reality of his faithfulness and his covenant relationship with us. And that's what we are going to now celebrate as we come to the table. We're going to receive communion together, and we're going to do it differently today. And so those of you that are joining from home, we may wind up needing to say goodbye uh, before. I'm going to let our tech team decide how to do this, frankly. I'm going to ask Rachel to come up. You won't be able to see me because I'm going to go down here to distribute the elements. Um, but here's what I want to do. When we come to the table, we are reenacting the Last Supper. And reenacting can sound sort of like um, pretend play or something, but that's not what it is. It is an act of worship in our body to come to the table of the Lord together as new creations in Christ and remember him. Remember that he came as a human, that he sacrificed himself, that God himself took on flesh and became what the Bible calls a servant, a slave to all, and, and submitted to death, even death on the cross. And the reason for that is to establish this new covenant. And that's when Jesus said, at the Last Supper, he gave out the bread and blessed it and said, this is my body given for you. And then after supper, he took the cup and he blessed it and he gave it to them and he said, take, drink, this is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. So what I want us to do today as Rachel is singing, I want those of you that are in the room to move instead of just coming to you. I want us to come together, receive the elements. We'll stay up here and then take them all together and receive this in remembrance of him. I, I, I'm being intentional in changing this pattern. We've asked the children's church to come up so that we can do this together. I, I want us to um, experience this movement in our body and keep in mind the reality of what the, the truth 
of our covenant relationship with him means that we are new creations in Christ. Amen. Amen. If you enjoyed today's message, why not share it with a friend? I invite you to subscribe at Apple Podcast and our YouTube channel. We'd love to hear your feedback and comments. So glad that you were with us today. Look forward to seeing you next week. At Vienna Assembly of God, we love God, others, and life. And we're leading our community in a growing relationship with God.